Hi, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Julie R., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are in, in the Into Action, and we are on page 86, the first paragraph, when we retire at night and ending with inquire what corrective measures should be taken. We will be commenting on this paragraph only. Today's readers are Ken W. H., reading page 164, Heidi B. Lulu. Newcomer greeter is Pam S.R., and the host for the second hour is Barb W. The reference number for yesterday's Monday 7 a.m. meeting, June 12, 2023, is 20,342. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 20,343. Away preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. I will now ask Jim Kay to read the 12 steps of OA. Good morning, everybody. It's Jim Kay from Minneapolis, uh, the uh, compulsive overeater. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. 
Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I pass. Thank you, Jim Kay. And I will now ask Judith to read the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, morning, Julie and uh, fellows. My name is Judith S.P. from Maryland, gratefully reading the traditions. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive OA reader who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related faculty or outside enterprise. These problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name would never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and any other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Pass. Thank you, Judith S.P. Today's share ID for Tuesday, June 13th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 20,345. How our meeting works. A Vision for You Big Book Study focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, Sorry about this. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. 
then press star one to mute your phone. To have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are in the chapter Into Action, and we are on page 86, the first paragraph. When we retire at night, an ending with inquire what corrective measures should be taken. Comments will be only on this one paragraph. I will now ask Ken W.H. to begin reading. Thank you, Julie. This is Ken W.H. I'm a recovered compulsive eater from North Carolina. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. Powerful paragraph. Um, I'm reminded that the paragraph before started, we are step 11, suggests. So this is step 11. um, And that means it's related directly to my um, seeking through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with, improve my conscious contact with God as I understand him, praying only for knowledge of his will for me and the power to carry that out. And um, this is a great exercise for doing that. It's an exercise that is ancient, (laughs) been around for centuries and centuries and centuries. It's basically an examination of self and, um, and it's basically, for me, this is what it means for me, uh, how well do I want to be? How recovered <laughs> do I want to be? How well do I want my soul to be? My relationship to God, my relationship to others. How happy do I want to be? How joyful do I want to be? This is, this is the process for me that, that makes that possible, to make all those things possible for me. Um, it's an inventory, of course, and it isn't a yes or no inventory, uh, um, such as were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Yes or no. <laughs> That's not going to get it done. Do we owe an apology? Yes or no. Um, those aren't helpful answers that I can check off, like a check off list and say, I did it. I did my inventory tonight. Um, this is intended to simply be a guide that, that expresses my desire to be well and to be weller, if that's a word, <laughs> to, to, to be healthy. And how healthy do I want to be? It's how much effort I will put into the, this process of nightly review. And it's an honest nightly review. I'm, I'm talking to God. And at this point, by step 11, I would hope (laughs) that I have some kind of a relationship with God that is trusting 
and trusting that God will show me as I ask for forgiveness and inquire for corrective measures, will show me the way that he would have me go um, so that I could be healthier, more well than I am today, even tomorrow. Um, There's a sense that my answer to all of these questions is, in a sense, no, (laughs) Um, because uh, I can't do these perfectly. And Do we owe an apology? I may or may not, but I need to look at it closely. And that's the whole point. How well do I want to be? This is not a task to be checked off a list. I hope that's helpful to someone, and uh, I will pass. Thanks. Have a good day, Julie. Thank you so much, Ken. Okay. Um, Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to Every third day, in order, Kelly. Oh, yeah. so sorry, your experience. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, okay, go for it. Okay, oh, sorry, <laughs> Okay. Katie G. Rivka R from Baltimore. Rivka R. Rachel P. Rachel P. God, everybody's being so nice. Rachel P. Larry K. Larry K. We'll take Denise one more. O. Denise O. All right, we got our list. Okay, Kelly S. Followed by Katie G. Go for it. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I I thought I was unmuting. Sorry, being one of those people. Hey guys, it's Kelly S. Recovered Compulsive Eater and Bulimic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Julie, thanks for your service. Hey, it's Kelly with an EUI if you're looking for me on the member list. Okay, I wanted to share on this paragraph, and I really appreciated the lead share because I have to um, remember all the time this uh, program, all of this stuff can't be a checklist, and I have fallen into that for sure, and uh, that's uh, not a good place to be. Um, The thing that I wanted to um, talk about is it says when we retire at night, we constructively, we review our day. In the the share, lead chair, what Ken said I love was, you know, this is about how well do I want to be? How connected do I want to be? How, you know, changed do I want to be? At this point, you know, I've, I've hopefully found out and realized and accepted it's no longer about the food, right? It's about my relationship with God and my relationship with God's kids and, and how I'm showing up in the world. And, um, and that's hard. That's the hard part. Getting on the food is hard, but I'm telling you guys, um, doing life, you know, being with people is, is a challenge. And so every night I have to really look at, at my behaviors throughout the day. And I really do have to be really careful about the self-pity because I'm like, what the hell? I thought I was weller than this, you know? I wanted to be better than this, you know? I'm really, really bad about that. And so I have to remind myself, this is about how can I show up? And it says, what corrective measures? So I think about this. What this nightly review is, is to really look at, did I show up the way God wanted me to show up? Did I treat people with respect and love and kindness? That love and tolerance code I talked about last week that, is not, um, it's a challenge for me, right? And so do I show up that way, right? And so what corrective measures? So if I see that I fall short, and we all do, right? We do. It's like, okay, going forward, what can I do different? Where's my action plan, right? And so that's the same thing. You know, I have a food plan, I have to have an action plan. So when I, you know, for, for instance, when I do this at work, 
Yeah, at night. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll be doing my nightly review at night and I'll be writing stuff down. All of a sudden I realize it's like, I love and kind to all. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I think, wait a minute. I was bitching and complaining to one of my nurses yesterday. That's not kind and loving. That's not bringing a good atmosphere. That's not bringing light into the darkness. And I'd already just said, do I amends? No, I don't amends. I was like, well, I do. I need to tell her that I'm sorry for corrupting our environment, our work environment, you know? And so it's really crazy to me that when I sit and I always ask God to help me to really see and look at my day, to get out of it with self-pity, and then to think, okay, so tomorrow, what am I going to do different? You know, first of all, I'm going to make amends to that nurse. Then it's like, you know, change the subject. Think about the gratitude. What can I do to, to bring light into the darkness, right? And so I just have to remind myself this nightly review isn't a checkoff. It's not a thing to get into self-pity. It's to start showing up and be the change this book tells me is important so that I don't go back to the food. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Kelly, with the E-Y-S. Um, next, we have Katie G, followed by Riska R, and then Rachel P. Go ahead, Katie. Hey, Julie, good morning. <clears throat> Thanks for taking the meeting. Good morning, everyone. Katie G, recovered in Boston. And um, yes, 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 no checklist. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just love the cyclical nature of 11 and 10, right? So I'm going through the day. I pause. I'm disturbed. I ask God for help. I flow, right? Like I flow back into being with God. And then at night, <clears throat> something new that my sponsor has taught me, for a long time is I used this form as an opportunity to do step 10s. I was like, yeah, I didn't do a step 10s, and now I'm going to do one now, but that's not, <clears throat> that's not what it's asking, right? Because for me, a step 10 is a walking around step during the day. Boom, ask God for help. You know, the, the, um, continue to take personal inventory, discuss it with someone immediately, make amends quickly, right? But this is looking at, on a whole, Katie, how are you resentful? How are you selfish, dishonest, and afraid? And the best part about this inventory is that I get to see the themes, right? So like yesterday for me, I was impatient with my daughters. Um, I, know, I know I only have so many people I talk, to talk about here, but I was impatient with my daughters, and I did step 10s on them. Why? Because they're kids, and I don't want parenting to be hard, and I want them to act in a certain way. Right, And so, yeah, I could write down, yes, I was resentful. I was inflexible with them. I was intolerant with them. Do I owe an apology? Yes, God, I made that apology to them. And how about this piece, <clears throat> excuse me, was I kind and loving towards all? Or is there something that should be, that's awesome. Or is there something that should be discussed with another person at once? I don't know about you guys, but my biggest character defect or one of them is dishonesty, right? And for the first time in my life, I have been honest each and every day because of this question, because I turn this question into do I, is there a dishonesty that I need to let somebody know about, somebody being my sponsor? Because dishonesty, as one of our beloved teachers teaches us, dishonesty will put a marker on my forehead and on my heart and say, God, do not enter. <clears throat> and then the corrective measures. Well, this morning, talking to my sponsor, I could say, hey, you know what? I was pretty impatient with my girls yesterday. And today, I really need to be working on my patience. And so what happens is because of step 10, right, of course you can. And because of step 11, I get this cyclical 
you know, thing where I see what my, what my common character defects are, which for me are inflexibility and intolerance and dependency and who God wants me to be. And I just want to wrap with, you know, was I kind and loving towards all? No, man, <clears throat> because that's my head. My head is a judgment-making machine. So I'm just so grateful that I get to keep learning and growing and changing with this step and, uh, and no more tick boxes. Thanks. Take care. Thank you, Katie G. Next, we have Riska R. followed by Rachel P. Go ahead, Riska. Good morning, everyone. It's Riska R. from Baltimore. Uh, thank you, Julie, for your service, and uh, Ken for the lead chair and all the shares today. It's been so powerful. So I, I just want to, to give my own experience in case it could be helpful to someone. Um, I always felt I wasn't doing something right when it came to Step 11. Um, in the nightly review, like, Nothing would ever come up, like either I'd taken care of any disturbance during the day with the tents, or I couldn't remember at all what went on during the day. So I'm glad I reached out to a fellow who, who said not to overthink it. I can ask the questions, but it doesn't mean I'm doing something wrong if nothing comes up. And and since the 11th step is done in the evening and in the morning, I also wanted to dress the morning for a minute, just even though it's tomorrow's paragraph, but because I, I also got myself all twisted up with that too because I thought it meant that I had to sit there for half an hour thinking of nothing, uh, which 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 I couldn't do. But but this time when I came back, uh, I approached it from a whole different angle, which which had really made a difference for me. First of all, the eleventh step says sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for the knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry it out. So I looked up the word meditate, and meditate in the dictionary says to consider, contemplate, to plan, project in the mind, design in thought, intend, purpose. Nowhere does it say that I have to sit there for 30 minutes and do some Eastern form of meditation, which is something I've been instructed to do in the past. Um, and it, and I, don't, I don't knock it. I mean, if it works for you, great. But I thought it was a requirement, and it's not. It even says in a different place in our morning meditation we ask, what we can do for the man who still suffers. On the 11th step prayer at night, the meditation, the contemplation are questions that I ask. So that's what I do now. I, it, and it helped me to write out a card. I mean, now it's morphed into a few pages, but I say it before my the formal religious prayers that I do say. Um, and it's become like a really intimate time with my creator. And it gives me the presence of mind to make a relationship really real and not just rote. And I think always start out by thanking God for the new day and other gratitudes that I, I want to express and contemplations that are meaningful to me. And I, I ask for Lionel with his will. And I have a card also before I go to sleep, thanking God for the day that has just ended. And I and I ask the questions in the big book and some others like, where was I not able to surrender today? So I just wanted to suggest to anyone who may be struggling with this step to, you know, to write out something meaningful to you that, you can say consistently in the evening and in the morning and spend that time with your higher power, even if it's just five minutes. It doesn't have to look like someone else's meditation. It has to just be real for you. Um, anyway, thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful day. And I pass. Thank you, Rivka R. And next we have Rachel P. followed by Larry K. Good morning. This is Rachel P., recovered compulsive reader in Pennsylvania. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for doing service on this meeting. Um, I just really appreciate this precise instruction here. 
um, you know, it's very specific, you know, that the, the questions I need to ask myself in that nightly review. I mean, thank God it, it doesn't just say we reviewed our day, period, right? It has these very specific instructions and, um, you know, I, I need structure. I think as humans, we need structure. So to have this, these precise instructions is, is so vital. Um, and like in our modern age, I think we're so used to having like bullet points and things like that. And so, you know, for somebody just starting to read this text, it may not look like instructions. It may just look like, you know, a narrative, but these are one of very specific instructions here in this paragraph. Um, and just what's really standing out to me today is um, but we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. Um, you know, when I first started doing my nightly reviews, I, I would beat myself up and, and think, you know, oh, I didn't do enough. I wasn't good enough. I should have done this different. Um, you know, but, but that's the disease. That's my old way of thinking. Um, you know, it was so familiar to me for a long time, you know, this, um, this habit of beating myself up. It was so instinctual, um, but God helps has helped me to, to course correct, to get out of that and to really, really have compassion for myself in this, you know, and so I've, I've found this shift in doing this nightly review of really just seeing it as information. And, um, you know, it, this program is all about action. So, you know, where I answer the question, what could I have done better? I want to make sure to you know, keep that in mind, um, even refer to it again and refer to my answer again and, you know, do that thing that I, that I thought that I could do better the following day or at some point in that week. Um, and so it's just so important to take action um, and really get out of that, that shame that tells me that, I, that I'm never doing enough um, and just really just have that, that care and compassion for myself because that's truly who God would have me be. You know, and initially when I started doing these nightly reviews, it was like, oh, I have to do them, you know, just kind of like not wanting to do them, feeling like an obligation, you know, but the more and more that, I, that I've done this consistently, it's shifted to I get to do them, right? And that's, that's just been a theme for me in this 12-step work is, is shifting from I have to to I get to, shifting from compliance to surrender, Right? And, and enjoying this work because it truly is a beautiful way of life that helps me to, to grow and learn and connect with God, others, and self, you know, on a deeper level than I ever could before of my own, in my own devices. So um, really, really grateful for, for this work and these precise instructions and, and really this, this compassion piece that's standing out to me today. Uh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Riska. Our next Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, that was Rachel P. Um, next, we have Larry K. and Denise O. Go ahead, Larry. Good morning. Uh, hi, this is Larry K. I'm a recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. Um, you know, when these, uh, like so much in the book, we're given specific instructions. And so this gives me um, some very specific instructions. And Boy, I can take. I, I can. I, how am I complicating step eleven? Well, I, I harken back. You know, I think back to. I was as a. Maybe I'm not the only one on the line, but I was a, from early childhood. I was a math avoider. Now I, we didn't call it that, but I later learned um, because I, I didn't get the concept. I felt um, indifferent at best. I felt it was painful 
because it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And furthermore, um, not to blame anyone at all, but I'm just saying when I look back, I think I had people in my family, teachers, others that maybe you can relate that talked about, well, we're not good at math. (laughs) So it's almost like an inborn genetic thing. So there was my answer there. It was a painful thing. We're not good at it. You know, we just need to get through it and so forth. And so I became a math avoider. And in much the same way, we bring, oftentimes we bring these, anything that's painful or we're indifferent about it, it just, we don't quite get it. We don't immerse ourselves in that. We avoid that stuff. And so here, um, I don't have to be over anxious. You know, I'm not, should I, you know, I'm not expected. God, the God of my understanding doesn't expect me to earn an A plus you know, like an A-plus in the class called, you know, Relationship 101 with God. It doesn't expect that. The hoop that I have to jump through, as we know, is much wider than I thought. So with prayer and meditation and with this way that I start my day, I I look at, or excuse me, at the end of the night, I look at um, those things, you know, and I ask myself with honesty and what I'm doing by following this practice, the spiritual practices, I'm disposing myself to a conscious contact with God. I'm immersing myself in it, even though I don't necessarily get it. I follow these instructions because my character won't change unless I, you know, begin to expose myself to things that will allow for a heart change. And that's what I really need here. So unless I improve my conscious contact with God, I'm gradually going to lose it. And for me, there's going to be a slow uh, return to indifference, and I will suffer, you know, with that letdown after a while in a way of practicing this stuff. And eventually, I'm going to stop doing it. And that's where a lot of people find themselves. I certainly found myself um, in this place. But today, and then I'll gradually get the old desires will return. And, um, and, 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 and that alteration of my heart is not going to be sustainable. So I do these things every day, among other things, because I'm following these instructions in the book. My heart begins to change. It softens, and God does not make hard terms for me. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Larry Kay. Next, we have Denise O. Hi, this is Denise O. Oh, great. Thanks. Hi, this is Denise O from Wisconsin. Um, when I started doing my nightly review, it was because my sponsor told me to. And when I originally, when I started this uh, program, I said that I'm not going to make excuses and I'm going to do what I told, what I'm told, even if I don't really necessarily want to. And it's not that I didn't necessarily want to do the nightly review, but it was the routine of it. And I was like, ah, oh, it takes time and I'm busy. And, but then I just started doing it because I wanted to act as if, um, and then it started becoming quite meaningful because I was reviewing my day and finding things like um, that I am very much in, I actually am very much into self. Um, and I thought, well, that's not a good place to be. And also honesty, those are the things that I really stood out when I was doing this. And I was using it as a checklist to start. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I personally think that's okay because you have to start somewhere and, and that's kind of what I was doing. Um, but at least I was doing something. It was the action. Um, that I think matters very much um, that you're doing something. Um, so I started doing that and I started seeing some patterns um, and I was like, oh, that's not good. 
and um, more of a discovery and awareness of what I was doing. Um, so that reflected with, within my day. Um, I would say things or do things, and I would catch myself not being honest, and I'd be like, wait a minute, I don't want to write that in inventory. <laughs> and so I would fix it immediately. So, um, But even this weekend, I was um, at my... Uh, I was at a family picnic party type event and um, I was sitting with my sister and um, she has a a four-year-old daughter and the daughter was, um, you know, she was trying to eat her, her, her lunch. And the daughter was like asking her questions and I could tell my sister was just kind of like, I just want to eat. And I honestly just wanted to sit and talk with my sister and with the other adults there. But then I thought, you know what, that's kind of selfish. I can help my sister. So I uh, took my niece, asked her if she wanted to go to the playground and went to the playground with her um, and played for a little bit. And honestly, it was, it was wonderful to do that. Um, it's God's little miracle. And so I'm very grateful for that. Um, and uh, yeah, the nightly inventory, it's helpful. <laughs> um, and with that, I pass. And thank you all for your shares. Thank you so much, Denise O. Um, and who else would like to share on the first paragraph on page 86? Chris G. Chris G. Linda D. Linda D. Freya H. Freya H. I know there's got to be people who want to talk about this paragraph. Cheryl L. Cheryl L. All right. Okay, well, we will take these four. So it's Chris G, Linda D, followed by Freya and Cheryl. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for sharing, especially Ken. That was great. And thank you for everybody doing service today. this is uh, not easy to talk about, but I do uh, want to uh, emphasize the constructive review. And for me, my go-to is worry, remorse, and morbid reflection, and and regret and and guilt. And so this is not supposed to be uh, worry, remorse, and morbid reflection. And then what time? What time? And what do I do? What time? And what do I do? Well. Um, my uh, sponsor said, Chris, why don't you go deeper? And so this is what I'm doing. I'm going deeper. And um, I like to change it to grow deeper, to grow deeper. So um, I'm looking for that, that trend, um, you know, just overall uh, things. And I do uh, the best time, the best time for me to do the nightly review is in the middle of the night when I wake up. I always have to get up and use the, you know, the bathroom. And that's the best time. Because uh, if I'm worrying, no, 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 don't worry. That's not the time for for worrying. But it's the best time for a nightly review. And then uh, when I put the pen to paper is in the morning. Uh, But it's, um, yeah. I, what kind of attitude did I have? What kind of actions did I take? How well did I sleep? You know, all this is is part of my nightly review. But uh, just knowing myself, and 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 it's not I should 
do, or I, I should be kind to others, or I should be thinking about others. But, um, yeah, yeah, letting go of just being self-centered all the time and, and, and considering others and, and, and being, uh, it's so nice to be known by people. And so to know the people and know what's going on with them and pay attention and listen. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christy. Next, we have Linda D. followed by Freya H. Go ahead, Linda. Hi, everybody. It's Linda D. I'm from Connecticut. I'm very, and I'm recovered. It's astonishing to be recovered. It's it's such a growing process. I don't know where to begin with this, so I'll kind of jump in the middle. Um, okay. Oddly enough, I can, no, that isn't where I should start. Um, Prayer and meditation is my lifeline. I like really what Ken said. How well do I want to be? I have to be willing to make mistakes and not beat myself for them. That's like, took a lifetime to learn how to do that, Uh, to constructively review my day if I knew how to do that spontaneously, I wouldn't be in a 12-step program. I wouldn't need one, to be honest with you. I don't think I would. I saw a show the other night, and uh, the Tonys, and uh, I'm an artist, so I was really interested in all of the stuff that was going on. And um, what struck, really struck me, uh, and it was for me to see, not for the other people, I guess, uh, was... Um, the people who won awards were very new. Their lifestyle was new to me. And whether they were gay or straight or trans, um, they were fighters. They were fighting for their life. And the thing they didn't talk about very much was how heavy they were. Um, That's what's really struck me because what I'm trying to get to is this. I could see them, this is my opinion, as tremendously gifted people, but dripping, absolutely dripping in self-hatred because of the shame that had been heaped on them for their weight. Um, And that has happened to me. I am so, so grateful to have a relationship with God. I didn't even know God was real. And if I didn't know God was real, I was doomed. So I had to find out. And this is how I found out. By talking to it, or he or she, by listening to it, and that's what I do now. I am so grateful to have a relationship with this immensity, with this love. And it's a discipline. It's hard work. So if I'm here to just uh, check off things, uh-uh. This isn't a garden party. This is life and death. And is it worth it? It's dazzling. It's also damn hard work. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Linda D. Next we have Freya H. followed by Cheryl L. Go ahead, Freya. Thank you. My name is Freya H. I am a recovered compulsive eater, bulimic restrictor, and I'm in Colorado. Thanks, everybody, for your shares. Um, I'm hearing some 
some really good stuff. And I was inspired to look up the word constructively. And, um, and the definition I found, let me just look at, the definition I found that was so helpful says, helping to improve or promoting further development or advancement. So I'm, I'm supposed to use this section, these instructions, these questions at, in a useful way. You know, just it's designed to help me improve my conscious contact with God, to improve my behavior, and it's opposed to destructively. So on my own power, you know, my way of doing things is I look at my behavior and I, you know, beat myself up for it, and it doesn't get me anywhere. It just doesn't work. I feel bad about myself, and it doesn't actually help improve my behavior. It just confirms these self-defeating beliefs that I have. They're like, oh, yeah, see, I really do suck. You know, I really am a jerk. I really am selfish. And, um, and that's where I would go with these questions when I didn't have a relationship with a loving power in my life. And, and so doing this nightly review is, for me, only possible when I have a firmly established trust in this power and that this power is good and loving and only wants to help me grow, you know, just only like it's not there waiting to find out. This isn't about finding out how bad Freya is. Like that's actually part of my disease. Um, and I did avoid this section for a while because I didn't have that relationship, you know, like I didn't have that firm foundation and it just felt too, um, honestly, like too triggering to look at this stuff. So I'm glad that I, you know, keep coming back. And I, you know, talked to a lot of people about how they did their nightly review and got some examples. And it was very freeing to hear that not everybody does it the same way. It doesn't say anything about writing it down and sharing with anybody else, but that is a really helpful practice for a lot of people, but it's not a requirement. So going back to that definition, is this going to help improve? You know, is this going to lead to further development or enhancement? And at different points in my own growth process, maybe I do need to adjust the way that I, I approach this. So I so appreciate everyone sharing their different experiences because it's so helpful to hear that not everybody does this the same way and that it is a, you know, it's an ongoing process um, and letting God lead. So thank you so much. I'll pass. Thank you so much, Freya H. And next we'll have Cheryl L. Good morning, everyone. My name is Cheryl L. Compulsive Overeater, recovered for today. I'm calling in from New Hampshire this morning. Um, I wanted to share this morning because um, this practice, the Step 11 practice, is something that I'm relatively new at, and it took me it took, took me some time, you know, really to get into doing it. Um, and I have found it just tremendously helpful. Um, there's an app, you know, and I, and I hope I'm allowed to, to share this because it, it's an OA toolkit. And what I have started to do is to start capturing my gratitudes early in the day um, and just keep that on my mind throughout the day. And then when I complete my nightly review, my nightly inventory, um, I send that. I send that to my sponsor as, long, as well as my gratitudes. Um, you know, the big book tells us that, um, you know, we have to do this practice. We have to do this 
we you know we must we we must surrender and you know we you know it's strongly suggested that we carry our program with us throughout the course of the day so you know I, i'm looking at this now like you know starting with the daily inventory i'm um, starting with the gratitude list and starting with uh, prayer and meditation and ending my day with um with the nightly inventory it just it completes my day um you know and um step 10 in the um in the 12 and 12 talks about our relationships and with others and so you know during the course of the day i'm looking at that um how am i doing my relationship with others and then i get to incorporate that into my nightly review and you know sometimes i forget and and that's okay because i'm not perfect and you know perfectionism is one of my uh, my character defects so um anytime i catch myself not being perfect i can just you know extend compassion to myself and um and allow god to um to work through me instead of you know beating me over the head with this um and the last thing i wanted to share is just that this word discipline is something that i have an acquaintance with um you know discipline was a, was a strong part of my my raising my upbringing Um, I'm a lifelong learner, and so I've had a lot of opportunities to go to school and to discipline myself to complete, you know, education. This is a new education for me, and something that I need to keep working on, um, in whatever way that I choose to do it. But, um, but having a routine has certainly been helpful to me. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Cheryl L. For those who just joined, we are reading the first paragraph when we retire at night, ending with inquire corrective measures should be taken on page 86. Who would like to share? Suzanne. Three people at once. Let's try that again. Leah S. Roz. I think there was a Roz. If you, that Roz, is there a Roz? Yes. Mm -hmm. Suzanne K. From New Jersey. G. Okay. G. Thank you, Rod. And was there a Rachel K? Darian K. Oh, Darian K. Awesome. Darian. And we'll take one more. Sue B. Suzanne K. from New Jersey. Suzanne K. All right. So we have Leah S., Roz G., Darian K., and Susan K. Go ahead, Leah S. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. My name is Leah S., Recovered and Grateful in Brooklyn, New York. Wow, this is so powerful. So, um, you know, what I what I think this is this happens like an intuition, uh, something that 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 nudges me, and it just happens to be the right thing at the right time. That's that's a God given. That's the promise of a ten step. Because when we when I do my ten step, I I really want to get rid of that anger or that in in uh, that 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 nudgy feeling, that frustration feeling, whatever it is. And when I do that ten step, um, I do it with all my all my heart because. Because, you know, just being uncomfortable within myself is not a good thing. And and then when I do it and uh, I, I, I gear towards the, the truth and the honesty of the situation, 
somehow another inspiration hits me and another um, idea comes into my head. And that's what what they're talking about over here for me is that, you know, I'm, I'm no, you know, I'm just a human being. I just want to be uh, even keel, you know, with a healthy boundary of not too too loving, not too hating, and not too whatever. But um, but these these things have happened that all of a sudden I would I would get this inspiration or this idea, and it would always happen at the right time and at the right place. Now that's 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 really a mystery, but it's a God given. That's the only um solution that I can say. And with that I will pass. Thank you, Leah. S. Next we have Roz G followed by Darian K. Go ahead, Roz. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name's Roz G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California. And um I just wanted to say that um this practice has changed my life and has taught me a lot about myself. When I first started doing it, you know, um, I'd answer, I'd check off no, 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 yes, no, no. And um, it wasn't until I started uh, really regularly practicing it with partners and sending it off. I love how it was mentioned earlier that it doesn't, you don't have to do that. The book doesn't tell us to do that. Um, but he, re- reading other people's nightly inventories um, and seeing the honesty from them taught me a lot about me and that I needed to get a lot of, a lot more honest with myself. And uh, doing big book workshops and hearing experienced old-timers say that a minor annoyance is a resentment. And so I got very honest with myself and, you know, I learned that almost just about every day I had a resentment. And then I learned that uh, through doing this nightly review that I have a lot more 10 steps I could be doing throughout the day because, you know, if people don't do things my way, I I feel resentful. And and then it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it eventually will lead me right back into the food. So... When I do this, as it says, constructively, that means, you know, when you, we don't really use this term today too much, but there was a term back where it says, oh, I really like constructive criticism, um, meaning it's a positive thing. I look to see, you know, what I did during the day in a in a positive way, and um, I look to see, you know, was I kind and loving? Many times I'm not kind and loving towards myself. You know, I have body dysmorphia, and I'll look in the mirror and, and, and find little areas of my body that I don't like. And that's not being kind and loving. Um, so I have to admit, no, I wasn't kind and loving towards all because I was criticizing myself. You know, I'm working on that, um, and especially through this nightly review. Uh, and, and everything that I did for, for someone else. You know, I worked with a sponsee today. We took this step. Or I went to visit my mother today, and I and I and I brought her medicine, or I gave my gardener an extra tip, and and this causes me it 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 prompts me to want to be better the next day. So this practice has taught me a lot about me. It's uh, made me a much uh, more honest person, 
and um, I'm very grateful for it. It's very practical, and I do it every night, and if I forget, I do it first thing in the morning. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Rod G. So we have about four minutes, so if Darian and Susan can take two minutes each, that'd be great. Go ahead, Darian Kay. Sure. Oh, good morning. Can you hear me okay? I can. Good. Great. This is Darian Kay in the Berkshires of Massachusetts and Western Mass. Um, gratefully recovered today. And so interesting to hear all the um, the takes on this. You know, I, I just, I find it so interesting. And I just, <clears throat> I started to think about how people, like, learn. And when they're going to, maybe they're in a college class or even, even in high school, um, you know, some people will take notes. Some people will highlight in all different colors. Some people will underline with pen or pencil. Some people will doodle while they're listening to the lecture. And I'll, you know, for me, I could look over and go, oh, she's doodling. How could she get anything from this? And then they ace the test because they are an auditory learner. So they're like thinking about and listening to what's going on while they're doing something else. And so, you know, I just have to think that way. There are so many ways, um, you know, to get something. But the bottom line, in my opinion, humble opinion, is that we are reflecting on our day. We're taking stock. We're looking back. We're seeing, you know, honestly, we're looking in that mirror, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, what, what really good things do we do today and what things do we really need to think about and what things do we need to make, you know, amends about or to try to, um, you know, to try to do better because like Ken said, we're just, you know, we're trying to get better here. We're trying to stay well. And, um, you know, this is not, um, you know, how well I do something. I have to be honest, too. Like, sometimes when someone sends me their 10-step, I immediately go down to the stream of life stuff, and I think, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not, oh, my God, I only did two things, and this person did 10. <laughs> and I start comparing myself. So, you know, whatever works for you um, is fabulous. But, you know, I just have to know what works for me today. And to actually take that inventory and, and, and just look back and reflect and do it on my knees if I need to or in just in prayer um, and then just, you know, take an action if needed. Um, but just so grateful that I have these tools in my life and that I can, you know, live for me um, a day at a time. Thank you. I pass. Susan Kay, go ahead, star one to unmute. Hi, it's Suzanne Kay from New Jersey. May I be heard? Yes, Thank you. go ahead. I believe I am. Thank you so much. I appreciate your service. Great to hear everybody. Um, this is in the big book. This would then be my third inventory. In four, I've looked at my grocer handicaps. And I have then done all the amends to my, the best of my ability. Then I have step 10 as a walking around during the day and I'm checking my behavior and, and making sure that I'm in God's will for me versus what I need and what I want. So 11 for me and I, and, uh, has helped me a lot because at the end of my day, and it says night, but sometimes I do this later in the afternoon, I, I look at the day and I said, I say, God, am I doing your will? What can I do better? Please forgive me if I've forgotten to do something um, that I should have. 
And often the best the best person or people to help me with my nightly review, and this is just for me, it doesn't say to do any of this in the big book, is I'll ask my wife, was I kind towards you today? Because I have trouble with relationships and I, I am not a well person. And I ask certain questions in that, that the review asks of me. And, and I know if I'm getting a look or a response that isn't appropriate as a woman of, of honor and dignity today, then I'm in trouble and I need to really look at where my spiritual condition is. Um, so this is a, a wonderful, wonderful way to look at the day. And I have my sponsees also do this um, and share it with me. I do write them down in the book. I was told Hi. by my sponsor to write everything down and to review. And thank you again. I pass. Thank you so much, uh, Suzanne Kay. Okay, we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And will Heidi B. please read Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Heidi B., Recovered, Not Cured, for today in New York. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own health is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Drift freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.